0: I've been prepping my goddamn Sunset Overdrive spiel for a week now, you motherfuckers. Welcome to
1: uh, 2v1 Podcast. This is episode number five. I'm joined by Alex and Josh once again. Hello, everybody. Hi, Nick. Hi, Alex. Hey, guys. So I'm going to wait. Hold on. New thing. (laughs) I'm going to announce the date. It is November 10th, 2014. Ah, very good. Where did the time go? I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway,
2: Alex. Well, what, what actually, that, that's a, that's an even better introduction because we can talk about why that date is so significant and what is coming tomorrow. <laughs> yes, Halo, the Master Chief Collection. I don't know. What is that? Wait. It is a game for Xbox One. Okay. And
1: it's Halo Let, let's, 1 let's through let's 4.
2: Let's just quit this uh, charade right here, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be really awesome, and are all three of us playing it at midnight or no? I'm not planning on playing it. I'm planning okay. on installing it for well, an hour, yeah, probably. Yeah, and
0: playing it at midnight impossible, I'm assuming.
2: Well, yeah, not at midnight. I mean, tonight. Like, I'm definitely going to be playing tonight so long as the whole internet thing comes through, which I'm, with each passing minute, I'm getting a little bit more and more scared. Your
0: install might take until the morning anyways, Alex. So you got to plan for that.
2: Yeah, we'll see what happens. Really would have liked to do a sick day, but just wasn't in the cards. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it is a uh, 60
1: gigabyte game for anyone Bald. interested. If you're getting it digitally, right? N- in general, I'm pretty sure the install is going to be the same size, I think.
2: Oh, okay, so they're the same thing. I didn't realize that. I guess that it, makes sense, though. So. N- yeah, not in Call of Duty was
0: 50. Not including the 20 gig update.
2: Not including. Not including. Oh my god. Is yeah. there any room left on the hard drive? No. <laughs> you have to buy the uh
1: you have to buy an external sold only through Microsoft because this is 10 years ago with the Xbox 360.
2: Yes, it's um and it's Master Chief branded too though, so you know, it's really cool. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, so um more on that later then. Who's uh starting tonight? What are we playing?
1: I was going to suggest that you actually start Alex just because Josh and I have been playing very similar
2: games. Okay. Well, I'd love to because last time, uh I I sort of acted like I knew what I was talking about, but I was sort of just, you know, coasting as best I could with sleeping dogs, but (laughs) I officially now can say that I'm in love with it, and anybody who has not played it should definitely hop on, maybe even get the remastered one for Xbox One. I haven't beaten it yet. I know I'm close, but I spent a lot of time with it this weekend, and I went from playing it to beat it to sitting at work today uh, and actually texting Nick and Josh both numerous times I want to play dogs. So... I, I really can't talk high enough praise on it. First of all, I mean, it's just, it's essentially, you know, a Grand Theft Auto in in uh, Hong Kong, but the whole idea of it and the gameplay and the story mode is just outstanding. And just a couple of little notes that, like, just re- I wanted to really hit home here. First of all, the driving is amazing. Do you, yeah. You know, the coolest thing I noticed about it, Nick, is um, getting used to the handbrake. I noticed that when you're driving, in the, in this game, you never take your hand, you never take your finger off the gas. No, you don't. You, you, all you do is tap the, the handbrake, you know, to whatever extent you should for making your hard turns and everything. But, you know, in most games, I'm used to sort of land off the gas, handbrake, gas a little bit. You know, this one, yeah. you never take it off. And it's just, the way it works is real cool with that. And more stuff on the, um, on the car. I remember you had asked me last time if they'd done any of the cinematic stuff, which I had not. And now I have, of course, it's amazing. Like in some of the chase scenes when you go up and you're behind a car, you know, and it's like you said, it's just a really good kung fu movie. You jumping on the car and somehow it's, crawling along the side. It's, 60 so miles an hour. it's it's amazing. But it's it's all done so well, I can't believe how how easy it is to do with your hands. Like you would picture this to be some real crazy convoluted button combination and it just does it just isn't. It's really that's,
1: good. That's what I was just gonna say is that it's not a big quick time event. It's just some like, they, they put it on, like, what, A or something? Like, yeah. jump out
2: of the car? Yeah, like, you, you hold it to get into position, and then as soon as it turns green, you hit it again, you're on the car. It's so yeah. easy. And, uh, you know, whenever you're shooting, you know, all the drive-bys, and, like, I there's been a ton of real high-intensity chases on the highway when you have, you know, two dozen cars and bikers coming after you, and... It's just fun because the gun works, the aiming mechanics work, everything works and it's not annoying. And um (laughs) speaking of a functioning game. Exactly. And I've only had to do two tailing missions up to this point, so I am going to give them that's too too many, but that's better than um (laughs) than Creed. So that's That's better the entire better than the entire first
1: two hours of any Assassin's Creed.
2: (laughs) Exactly. That is a accurate statement. So uh, some of those things, and it's, I've noticed little nuances. Like I was uh, pulling into my uh, the parking lot at work today and I got sort of like sort of uh, frazzled for a second because I was about to, I was driving past this one car and all of a sudden I saw the door open and like my mind couldn't process what was happening. And I'm thinking to myself, what, what, am I an idiot? What's going on here? And then I realized it was because I'm so used to playing that game. All these people were driving... On the left side of the road and in the, in the opposite <laughs> side of the I'm dead serious. Like, the the whole thing screwed me up, and that's uh, kind of scary because, you know, driving. But, uh, yeah, I forgot that you actually do have to do that in that game. Yeah, at certain times, especially to a- avoid losing points off your cop rating and all that. But mm-hmm. um, I just thought that was an interesting little note that happened to me somehow. But that's probably some <laughs> sort of uh, misfire in my brain. Uh, again, th- I-, I can't. It, it's definitely all in the story. I mean, I'm so glad the game works and it plays well, but the story value to it is just amazing. It's it reminds me, it reminds me a lot of the narrative in the Saints Row games. Now I know that sounds silly because they're so over the top, but I should specifically refer to uh, Saints Row Two because I can remember that's before they really went off the deep end, and the the cutscenes were downright cinematic. I mean, I remember trying to get Nick to watch them just on YouTube as a movie. And yeah. that's a, that's a fairly large time investment, especially to not be playing the game, but it's, it's a similar kind of thing. You actually get really involved in it. And like I said, I, I keep wanting to play more and, you know, just find out what happens to Wei Shen and everything. Cause he's just, I tweeted about it the other day. His character is so believable to me. I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine being an undercover cop and you start realizing that you're, you're starting to have like an affinity for these people and you want to be loyal to them, and then you're like, "Oh, wait a minute! I'm trying to bring this entire organization down." And and, and he has a
1: history with them too. Like, yeah, he knows it, these people from his childhood.
2: Yeah, grew up with them. That, that actually makes it a whole lot worse, of course, you know. But you know, at the uh, the wedding massacre and all these different things, like, there's just it's real crazy how attached and personal he is. And of course, his uh, handler is calling him out on it, and there's a lot of conflict there. Yeah. So. That's awesome. The music is actually growing on me. Uh, I love just like the homemade music in the game, whether it's on the menus or you know just w- ambient in the game or whatever. There's a couple of stations that are even growing on me. Nick, I thought it was hilarious. I saw Opeth was in there on their. Yeah, isn't that the, weird? Yeah, that was pretty funny. So um, that, and then my last thing, and then I'll get off my um, my sleeping dog's good positive soapbox here. <laughs> is I can't I cannot talk up the combat enough. It's just too good. It it works so well, and um to get to unlock new moves, you have to collect these jade statues around the city. And I haven't sought any of them out, but I've found I'd say five of them just from playing the game, which is awesome. That's the way collectibles should be. And um, whenever you get one, you can learn a new move. And I, I there was one move that I learned, and ever since I learned it, I don't even care about learning new moves because I keep doing it, <laughs> and it's still satisfying. I, I, I can't I can't get over how brutal this game is sometimes. Um The it's the leg break and you just you're it's a grapple move and you grab him, and then if I you know it's hard for me to explain this just talking. But the way that the guy's leg is, you know, it's not totally straight but it's not bent either. So there's like tension in it, right? <laughs> and Wade Chen just just crushes it right at the knee from the side, and it makes the, the most horrible noise ever, and the guy squeals like a pig, and it makes everybody else, you know, they all wince, and it stuns the guy, so, and a lot of times, it just, it totally takes care of him. I can't get over it, so I just, I run up to a guy, you know, I throw a couple of punches, I counter him, then I grab him and break his leg, and I just do it. just snap legs. I, I break... Everybody's legs. (laughs) It it is just phenomenal. And, and, uh, the other thing I've noticed, and it's sort of, it's, it's a good theme with how he's getting more and more involved and emotionally attached to the situation. In the beginning, you didn't really kill anybody. You know, you're just beating everybody up to a policy. That's true. And then as it gets on, not only do you start killing more people, you start getting more violent. And that's the part that is, I guess, quasi unbelievable to me because, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how far, you know, legally, Undercover policemen, I, I know it's not like murder is ever legal, but I don't know how far they really go in these kind of things. That'd be interesting to yeah. look into. But, I mean, That's you just yeah. sit there and, I, like, I was in this in this um, meat locker place. I'm just hanging people on meat hooks. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing them on piles of swordfish, you know, like they're getting impaled with, you know, ten swordfish through the chest. I mean, it's phenomenal. But I was just like, man, this, uh, this really kicked it up a notch in the violence department. Yeah, That's, because...
1: If you remember, I even, I, I said to you that I, I forgot that it got really violent. Yes. At, at some times. Because you know that's what? not what I think of when I think of that game.
2: No, and, and that's a good thing. Because you don't just think back on senseless violence. You're reflecting more on like the cohesiveness of the story and just yeah. the overall, hey, that was a really good game. But my, uh, my favorite death that I, I made some sort of a noise. I didn't like scream or anything. I, I think I was just like, ooh, or something like that, you know. <laughs> I was, I was downright, shocked because there was a, there was an open hood of a car <clears throat> and there was an engine hanging over it. Obviously everybody knows how much an engine weighs. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, there, I, I thought he was going to like slam his head in the trunk or something, you know? So I, I throw him into the hood of the car and he just whacks his chain and the engine just comes down and crushes him to death. It was like, <laughs> it was horrible. And I was just a really big fan of that. So that's my, that's my sleeping dogs. Uh, general summary i'm sure that hopefully by the next time if i can take a little bit of time off of halo to finish it i'd like to do that and then i'll have a full final review for that without all these all this me being verbose i'll just give it a straight up hey you know really good great excellent whatever but so far i'm loving it and can't wait to finish it
0: three months from now alex will start the podcast so i finished sleeping dogs last night
2: uh eat my (laughs) ass no i'm seriously As any time i'm not playing halo I'm going to be playing this game because like I said, I'm not playing it to beat it anymore. I'm playing it because I'm really genuinely enjoying it. And I haven't experienced that in a while. Batman I played it to beat it. Right. So, and Batman's and I perfect. felt the
1: same way about Sleeping Dogs was because, I mean, you're playing it because it was a games with gold and you're finally getting around to it. I also only played it because it was free on 360. And um, I remember starting it and I was like, why am I playing this game? Like it's nothing special. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? I was just... I must have been bordering between games took, or something. Took a
2: while to get into.
1: But then I was, like, hooked and really wanted to keep playing it. And I actually really wanted to play the DLC. I just didn't want to pay for it because I'm a cheap fuck. But, yeah, I mean, now that the Definitive definitive Edition is out, both on PlayStation and Xbox, you might as well play it if you haven't yep. played it. If
2: you haven't gotten around to it, highly, highly recommend it. If you like the sandbox-style play and a uh, good story, I mean, it... it Power through maybe the first hour or two of gameplay, and then you're home free. You're going to love it. Yeah.
0: Hey, maybe that'll be the third game. Alex, I was talking to Nick about this. Target is doing a buy two games, get one free for Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think of a third game to get. Maybe I'll pick that up.
2: Josh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Josh, I I think you'd like it. Yeah, and I know how you are with completionist stuff. I mean, quite frankly you might actually, that might even add some value to it. You know, since I don't want to spend too much time on it because I have other stuff to play, I haven't been doing all the I mean, if I see stuff, especially if I know it's going to get me an upgrade, you know, if I only need one or two more or whatever, then I'll do it. But I know you'll probably, there's a good chance you'll go out of your way to do it, and I guarantee you that would enhance the game even further because they... It's not just collectibles for the sake of collectibles. They give you all kinds of really good rewards, you know, more health, more moves, whatever. So Le-
1: legitimately, I think there isn't one collectible that's a waste of time. <laughs> that no, remember. there's all games I do there are that. That's perfect.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't think there are any collectibles for the sake of collectibles. Everything <clears throat> everything has a purpose. Um and it's it's made very clear.
0: Nick, from start to end, how long did it take you? I honestly don't remember.
1: We looked this up I think. I think if you did the straight main story it might be like 15 hours, mm-hmm. but I know I spent longer than that cuz I did a significant amount of the collectibles yeah. and side stuff like um there's like fighting challenge missions which I did all of those because they just get so out of control. <laughs> like like in Batman you start handling probably 30 guys at once, <laughs> right. which is just so stupid, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> but it was fun because it was it was a challenge, and those yeah. are usually appealing to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't do the races. A, I've done a few of the extra things, like just for the heck of it, because I wanted to see what they were like. Like I did the uh, like two dates, I think, and they were real stupid. I you forgot know? about the dates. Yeah, yeah, I I did one with the first two girls, and I was like, okay. Although I did enjoy the Steely Dan in there, but <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, uh, I've done a couple of the cases, but I think sometimes they're sort of. Uh, <clears throat> intermingled, like, with the main story. Like, you sort of have to start a case every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. So, I've been doing a little bit of that, but nothing too crazy. But, again, I'm just enjoying everything and doing it all in moderation, and it's awesome. And the
1: uh, those cases were actually, like, a decent amount of backstory, because I did read most of the journal-type stuff.
2: Yes. I know what you mean. There, there's definitely... It's not just, uh, go here, do this, whatever. I mean... Technically, yeah, that's what you're doing, but that is you're what right. you're There's doing. Just... But
1: you usually you came out of it with like, oh, I know a little bit more about this character who's, sure. in the, who's actually in the game a
0: lot. Totally, like, that, yeah, that stuff, that stuff was interesting.
2: Yep, I agree with you, hundred percent.
0: And you guys both said the the story is actually pretty coherent and pretty cool. Most it totally
2: is. It's absolutely. I mean, it's the best part of the game.
0: Good. Yeah, it's literally like Josh.
1: It's literally a movie. Like if if you went to watch a movie. It follows those same kind of story beats, yeah, and and it's very obvious—not obvious, but I mean, you know what's happening. You're never like, "What the fuck is going on?" It's not like that. Who made that? Square Enix, is it? I—I I mean, they published it at least. Their name's on the box,
2: huh? Yeah, I definitely see the name every time it boots up. I'm not I'm sure, not if, sure the developers if they developed it.
0: Uh, I'm gonna look because I'm intrigued.
2: Yeah, fact check. <laughs> a good fact check. It is indeed.
0: What team made that? Uh, but developer
1: United Front and Square Enix. Yeah, I don't know what United Front is.
2: So they uh, Square did have a uh, they had a hand in it though. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think so. Bottom line.
0: All right, let's take a look well, at the games released by United Front. We have what they did—the Master Chief Collection. What? Yeah, wait a minute. What? <laughs> uh, they are credited for it for the Xbox 1 version. It doesn't say what they did for it, though. The only version. Same thing with <laughs> Same thing with Tomb Raider, like the new one. Oh, so oh, they're oh, uh,
2: you know what? They're a port yeah, they uh, they're, a they're a port company. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All That's right, why.
2: Then. On to the next topic. Who's up? I don't
0: I don't mind. Josh,
2: why don't you go? Well, we can both Nick and I are playing that's what I mean. Yeah, we
0: played, actually, what, two games? We're both kind of playing.
1: Three, sort of. Three? There's if you one. count Destiny.
0: Oh, that's old news. Destiny's old news. It yeah, is what, old news. Destiny? But I do have some things to say about it. <laughs> okay, Let's Start awesome. with Destiny, and then we can jump into the games. Okay. That... Yeah, All right, Destiny's
1: short enough. I don't have that many things to say. I know in our first episode or two episodes, we mostly just bitched about Destiny instead of actually talking too much about it. And Josh was the only one who played it. But since I just bought an Xbox, I rented Destiny because I'm interested and I'm, I was killing time this weekend before Master Chief Collection. So I picked up Destiny, played all, all of it that I played, I played with Josh. So I, this is fully a co-op experience. That game is very fun. It has really great shooting, appealing, uh, not even just great shooting, like appealing shooting. Like it's, it's like Halo in that I like fighting just basic enemies. Then that game just falls apart after shooting. After you're not shooting a gun, everything else fucking sucks. <laughs> like there is no point to anything. I felt like I felt like I wasn't accomplishing anything at all. And it, as it's, Josh was explaining yeah. to me the whole time like the game does not matter until you're level 20, which doesn't even mean anything to me because I only got to level 10 in in probably 6 hours and I understand that that's a typical thing for MMOs like you got to get to later game stuff where you're actually just doing harder missions or whatever and trying to get the best loot and stuff like that but I've never played an MMO I've never had an interest in an MMO so that part of Destiny has nothing for me and I just I just could couldn't see what I would do if I owned the game like I was just sitting there thinking like holy shit I'm glad I didn't buy this because it's fun to play, but once I get to a point, I'm not going to ever want to do anything in this again, because <laughs> you just do the same thing over and over, is what it sounds like. Simon,
0: no, it's an MMO. That's what it is. It's it's the same thing, over and over. But couple that with actually enjoying what you're doing, like you were saying, with the shooting, just in general, it it kind of makes it fun to me at least. It, it just it's fun. It's purely for on, sure if you feel like going that route, which I had no problem. And that's with. what I.
1: That's what I mean, is, like, that just has nothing for me. There, There is nothing there for me personally. And I just kept thinking, like, okay, Josh keeps saying we gotta get to level 20 and then it'll be, like, whatever. It'll be fun. And I'm just sitting here thinking, well, I'm already not wanting to do what he's explaining. Because cause you were saying how after you get to level 20, that's when you can start getting the rare drops, which... The rare drops, not only do you have a small chance to get the drop, once you get that, there's an even smaller chance of you turning it in and getting something you want. Right?
0: Yeah. There's, I guess. there's a
1: doubly negative chance of getting something you <laughs> so, want.
0: So that's a positive though.
1: That is not a positive. A double negative. <laughs> <laughs> Very sorry, nice. It's, it's like, it's like you you were just saying like you get to level 20 and then you basically just do this one type of thing all the time the strikes yeah. which well again the strike is really just waves of enemies which is the entire game in the first place like I it was just such a grim future as I was playing it like I was just thinking like well I'm trying to get to level 20
0: for what reason so I can just replay all the stuff I just did <laughs> And you know what though and I think we touched on this, too, is if if we had a full team, a full fire team, Alex, you got it, a couple of our other buddies got it, and we all started at level zero and just... It's true. It would Four be,
2: people starting together at level it zero, would be it would be
0: fantastic.
2: Exponentially better. We would all pressure. have a
0: blast the entire time. That's given. Everyone can do that, and we'll buy it.
1: But see, I'll go so far as to say I would still not have a lot of fun. I'd rather just play Halo. Because I don't don't have to, well, well, what I mean is, what I mean is Destiny has a lot of aspects to it where you have to kind of think about things and consider things like, oh, what gear do I have? I just got this drop and need to take it back and do something. Like, if you're playing that game to play with friends, play something else that doesn't require all that extra stuff. Like, there's just so much going on in that game that you don't even really need to do. Interesting point. If you just want to play with friends, like yeah. that, Alex, I cannot believe how much time was wasted in that game. There are so many loading screens. Oh, I can't argue that. You have to constantly go back to the tower, which is like the main hub city area, to do nothing, to turn in <laughs> things that don't matter. I don't know. It sucks. How did you? I'm telling you that
2: the the longer I wait, the more sure I am I'll never well, play it. <laughs>
1: Well, no, that's, that's the only thing I can kind of hope for is that they actually do start to realize that people are pissed about this game and that mm-hmm. they're kind of dropping the ball with it. Right. And that over the coming months, years, whatever, uh, that they think, okay, let's actually put in some content that's worth putting in. And then we can play the game of the year edition <laughs> when it's $20. Right. That's true. That, that is something I would absolutely still play. Even I, though I'm complaining about it, I would still play that. Did you like the Crucible when we played it? Yeah, I, I actually was, I was gonna hit on a couple things that I did really like. The Crucible definitely was really fun. If anything, that could have been sort of a standalone game in my eyes because it felt like Halo. It, it felt like the, the Halo Team Slayer Rumble Pit game types and then paired with you get a chance for getting loot while playing it, and, like, you're leveling up your character. All that stuff together works pretty well. If there was more of a single-player thing to do, better story missions, more content, whatever, that you could level up your character while doing a fun multiplayer-type setting, that would have been a really, really great package of a game. So, I, I did really like The Crucible. It was fun. I felt like I... Could still hold my own, even though I wasn't even near a high level or had good equipment. Your level doesn't
0: matter in Crucible. Yeah, it,
1: yeah, it it really didn't matter, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Other than maybe a preference for a type of gun or or how you know you build your character for like grenades and stuff like that. But yeah, that that was great. Another another really really tiny nothing thing that I enjoyed because I've never played MMOs. I never really had to experience it, but I know it's a thing that you can just do idle animations when you're waiting for your friends (laughs) and the, the stuff in, in destiny. I mean, you can only do like four things, but they're fun. Like it was fun. I, and the one that I most enjoyed, it's so stupid was just sitting on the ground (laughs) because you would sit, you'd sit with your knees kind of, up and your arms resting on your knees and all it reminded me of was dark souls mm, because the campfires the yes, because at the campfires you sit down and you're like collecting yourself and how those games work you can see other players shadows phantoms whatever and you might see another person sitting at the campfire also like in that just sitting position and that's all that reminded me of in Destiny, even though you don't even do something similar to sitting at a campfire. That's just what I, I sat there and I was like, Oh man, this reminds me of Dark Souls, which is an a thousand million time better game than this. But that, that was the smallest, tiniest positive I could take out of, out of waiting around for like Josh or something. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yep. Um, Last thing, and then fuck Destiny forever until it's <laughs> until it's a good game. There was one line, Alex. The writing in that game is absolutely
0: horrible. So bad. Just,
2: God, just horrible. It's so bad.
1: I I can't even believe they released a single player campaign because what was the point? Wow. Um, there was a line that I cannot let go unnoticed. In one of these cutscenes, they're talking about. Whatever. I don't know even what was happening in all that I played. There's some ancient evil or big evil evil in quotation marks just because it you don't even know what it is. Taking over the Milky Way and whatever and that's why everybody's dead and fucked up. The This one character just Sounds says... Sounds like an idiocracy explanation. <laughs> uh, well, that's basically what it is. <laughs> because the game doesn't do any better explaining it. Yeah, oh, I got you. But, uh... The, this this character is explaining this evil and she says it's an evil so dark it despises other evil. Oh, that's just what does that mean?
2: Uh. uh what does that
1: mean? And it all I all I could think of it's like it's like an evil that was evil before being evil was cool. It's a hipster. Hipster evil. Hipster
2: evil. New band like, oh, that what? is just what the fuck abysmal little light. It, like what a
1: terrible explanation for anything. Like we want to make this, we want to make this thing so bad, like you just you just want to take it down like you're afraid of it and you hate it so much. It's so evil. It despises other evil.
2: Like what? <laughs> what? It, that I don't know. is horrible. They they should have taken a page out of um out of Gene Roddenberry's book and it at least did something cool like the black mass on that one planet, Nick. That oh, was yeah. that was evil.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like you can't you can't just make something evil by making a really shitty qualifying statement like that. <laughs> no, I, no, I I don't
0: I don't not. get I don't get what they were thinking there. I, but I don't under it hurts ugh. my head thinking about what they're trying to say.
1: Me too. Because trust me, I spent way too much time considering that phrase, or that sentence, not, not phrase, that sentence. <laughs> and for
2: all the wrong reasons. Yeah, you, yeah,
1: exactly. You called it out as soon as they said it. Mm-hmm. I know, because we were playing and, and multiple times while we were playing, you were just like, this game's writing is so bad. And then when that happened, I like, I lost it. <laughs> how, how did you I lost it. How did you feel about Peter Dinklage's voice acting? It's, it's nothing. I, I've said before, I think to you guys, that it's like that it's in this like really weird in between character. Like, he's a robot, so he really shouldn't feel emotion, which is common in robots and in sci fi. But there's also like he'll some of the things he'll say will be will be like idioms or something common in like human conversation that is like kind of a joke but not a joke. I'm I don't know what word I'm looking for there but hedium is good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just like, he'll be a dead, he'll be deadpan monotone saying nothing interesting, just kind of telling you what you're doing. And then he'll like make a joke and you can kind of hear in his voice, like when he was doing the voiceover that he, he tried to put something into it, but it's, it's so bad that it's just makes the overall thing just sound just horrible. Like, like you can't figure out what he's actually going for. Like you just keep thinking, "Wait, are you a robot? Wait, are you a wisecracking like sidekick?" I don't, I don't know it, and it just comes
2: off horrible. We def- we definitely should have stuck with the uh, total complaint for our name.
1: <laughs> I know, I, I know, and that's why I said I like. I tried to throw in a couple positives about Destiny. But... No, we do. We give everything a fair shake, but I mean, sometimes there's just no
2: other way to cut it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad. I'm I'm glad I played it legitimately. Yeah, like I I really was still kind of interested, even though we were hating on it a lot. Like I I still wanted to know for myself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I know now, and that's all I need to know <laughs> for a while till the game of the year comes out
0: and we all play it again in six years when Destiny Two comes out. Yeah, I'd I'd like to say I will not play that game again, but I can't make that promise. You will, yeah, you're weird about it you you can't let it go it it has it has a little hook on me, yeah,
1: and I can see where the hook is, just at this point, I don't have time for something like that like i'd I'd rather play something else i
0: I accept that admittance i'm I'm happy you at least somewhat agreed with that,
1: yeah, i mean you just like i mean we all we all have some like of r p g s Josh, probably you less than me and alex yeah. and Inherent in an RPG is getting better, like bettering your character in some way. That's all Destiny really is. If they just had something better to do while you're doing that, it it would be a good game. But I don't know.
0: That's enough of Destiny. <laughs> I got I got two things I want to revert back to. It's a little off, I'm not really off subject, but I, I feel like I should bring these up. First off, okay, Sleeping Dogs came out in 2012. That's way more recent than I
2: realized. That sounds exactly right to me.
0: Yeah? I thought it was a lot older. That sounds exactly right to See, me. Nick, I'm the opposite. I thought it was at least 2013.
2: Holy shit, I thought it
0: was like 2010.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was 2013, but I definitely knew it was recent. Wow. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> well, that caught me off guard seeing 2012. I'm, I am caught off guard currently. Good. I am caught off guard. That <laughs> and... <laughs> Do you guys remember on live? Yes. What happened to that? Apparently, it was a failure. Wait, what? You remember that that uh that gaming service that I forget? Did you buy some sort of box, Nick, that you hook up to your TV? I think. And then- I
1: think you needed a tiny little thing, hey, Alex. You know, have you heard of the Ouya? Yeah, of course. Th- think, think Ouya. Only it would have been a digital distribution service, kind of like Steam.
2: You know what I guarantee you if I saw like the logo for this thing I would know what it is.
0: Yeah. It it was like a real big deal for a while. Like a lot of you know companies were talking about it and reviewers were talking about it and then it just kind of feel like it just kind of fell off the face of the earth.
1: I I forget what the reason for it failing was. I want to say it was at, they were asking too much money. Okay, or something I recognize unlike. it.
2: I definitely do. Hey, yeah. I mean, it's not that much different from the Ouya. I mean, that was a. I remember a lot of people talking about it and everything. You know, before it came out and all the hype, I have not heard a single thing about it since it came out. No, yeah, yeah, and it's yep. because it's just shitty mobile games for the yeah. most part.
0: Yeah, the Ouya, I didn't, I didn't really understand that from the get go. Yeah, but on live seemed like a cool idea. It's it's just a steam box essentially, and it basically is. Only it only it doesn't have
1: hardware. It was all it was all streaming. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I saw. I what saw, made you think of that? Well, I was I was still on that um, United Fronts webpage, and, oh. and uh, Sleeping Dogs had it listed for every console it was on, and OnLive happened to be listed for that.
1: Oh, that's so funny. So it's actually a thing still.
2: Yeah, I just, I mean, if you Google it, it still has a site and all that. It's not like, hey, we're defunct and we all killed ourselves, you know? Wow. So, I did not know that. I actually I know that did I think they it changed was CEOs. Defunct.
0: That, something must have happened along the way.
1: Interesting. What happened along the way? They changed CEOs. Oh, whatever. Some big businessman that makes too much money.
2: <laughs> the man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the man took over. Yes. So what are the other games then that you guys were playing?
0: Well, I'm a little bit more involved in Volgar, Alex. I, I think I remember talking about it last week. We just mentioned that real quick. The the free,
2: free uh, what? Yes. Games for Gold game. Yes, but I mean, we, you haven't talked about it at all on on Xbox One, it's, by the way. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: I love it. I think I'm way more, I'm much further than Nick is with it. I've already oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've already had a complete run through of it, and I'm working on a second one now for another ending. I love it. I didn't really have much to say about it because it's. It is super basic, just straight SNES platformer hack and slash. I don't even know what what you would call them. Uh, I yeah, I don't know what I would call
1: it either. I it's I would probably just call it an adventure platformer game. Yeah, I guess because it's not really a hack and slash. You only have one attack. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: (laughs) but two attacks. Everyone says how difficult it is, and it can be until you learn the the routine of pretty much every map. And once you get that down, it's pretty basic. Have y- That's what I would like to talk about.
1: Let's hear it. Is, um, is that it's, for me, it is right up my alley in terms of mastery. I played the shit out of Super Meat Boy, which I, th- I, we've probably talked about before, but I would spend hours and hours perfecting a level to get the best time I could possibly get. And not for any reason. Like, I, the leaderboards were fucked up in that game anyway, so I didn't yeah. really have proof of my achievements. But I still, but I still really felt the desire to do it. And that's kind of like what I was doing with Spelunky. Like even though I'm not really succeeding in what I'm trying to accomplish in Spelunky, it's still working towards mastering it. And that is exactly what Volgar is, is this game is a set world, set level with set enemies every time. It's always the same. It's not random, which is like the thing to do anymore in games, especially 2D side scrollers. It's, it's a set thing that you have to learn. And if you don't learn it, then you're not going to get anywhere and you're never going to beat it, which is just like old style games. Like, like Josh said, SNES, any, anything from back then, Mm -hmm. even, even earlier, if you don't learn enemy placement, jump patterns, like the exact, the exact spot that you're going to land when you jump. Like, knowing how many pixels you're gonna move in a jump animation. Knowing that stuff is critical in this game. And I love that. Yep. I, I love mastering that. And that's where, that's where I'm at is like, Josh has already got through most of the game. Or all All, of the game, actually. yeah. Yeah. Other than the side stuff, or like secret stuff. I'm still stuck on the first world because instead of trying to beat it, I'm more interested in mastering the first world before I continue. <laughs> so okay. I just keep playing the same thing over and over and over and I still want to keep playing the same thing over and over and over and I've never even
0: seen past the first five minutes of the game. <laughs> I'm, I'm far past the point where I'll get through that first world without getting hit and getting every chest. Like easily, yeah. instantly, without even thinking about it. It's a nothing, nothing thing. Cause I've played yeah. it so many times.
1: Right. I haven't played it that much yet. Mm-hmm. but. That's the point is doing that. That's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to just get through it because it, it makes you feel like you're not playing it correctly if you're just trying to get through it. Like, like you can only take so many hits collecting, uh, pieces of armor as you go. And then you get to a point where you're not getting any more armor, which the, the max hit you can take is three uh, when you have everything. One,
0: two, no, I think four, and it also depends four. on well your wooden shield takes two hits, so I guess it kind of also depends on where you get hit from and how you get hit. Okay. But speaking of which, is I really like how I guess your health system is set up in that game with just yeah. just being your armor, how much armor you have. Yeah, I thought that and was
1: fairly unique. That's what that's what I'm saying is like you can't, you could, you could get through the game probably. By the skin of your teeth, liter- like literally having no armor or something or having like one hit left if you really wanted to try to do that. But it doesn't feel like how you're supposed to play it. Like the name is Volgar the Viking and you, whenever you think Viking, you think of badass, like mm-hmm. big burly man killing everything with like blind fury. With a flaming and, sword. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah. So like when you get to the max level of equipment, after getting like four chests or whatever, you have a flaming sword, you have a blue horned helmet on with red glowing eyes, and you just like bust through everybody like nothing's a problem. And it feels like that's the way the game is meant to be played. And in order to do that you have to master it. Now that and
0: that and get good at it. That does change with the the later levels though. You can't just okay. you cannot just run through it even with that sword. It gets Oh, that makes me sad. It gets it gets a lot more platformer esque, and um, a lot more having to actually know how enemies attack and where you can and can't hit them because they will start blocking attacks.
1: Right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But why why
0: would it matter if you have the flaming sword? Well, because in the first world, you can pretty much kill everything with one or two hits with the flaming sword. Like no, right. no one yeah. blocks, no one will dodge, no enemies really do anything. Right. Um, Further along, enemies change their pattern patterns quite often. You'll have some that will jump and swing at you. You have some with shields who, the, even if you hit it with your sword, it doesn't hurt them. So it, it's not just running through, hacking away at people anymore. It's actually having to know the enemy and, and where you can hit them and how they attack. I can't wait to never beat this game.
2: Know thy enemy. <laughs> yeah. That's and, my uh, two cents for the
0: whole thing. And I, uh, Nick, I don't know if you're aware or not, but after that first world, each level thereafter, each. each world thereafter has two versions. Yeah, you told me. Mm-hmm. So those little, yeah. those little purple, 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 slow, uh, soul <laughs> souls you collect, or what, or your essentially your lives for the alternate version of the next world. Oh, uh, okay. So the more those you collect, the the more chances you have of beating the the alternate, harder version of that world. Right.
1: Yeah, see, so, like I said, I'm obsessed with mastering the first area, and I still don't even know, like, half of the shit in this game. <laughs> Depending on what you like, that game could last for a pretty decent amount of time.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to have it finished tonight. I have one more achievement I need to get, and I will be done. I Ooh. think. Yeah, I know, I'm actually this. <laughs> I was, I was so proud of myself last night, beating it with less than 10 deaths. I don't know how it happened, but. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I cause... screamed when it happened. <laughs> I was probably on nine. I was fighting the last boss with no shield or anything at all. So I was, I was literally drenched in sweat on my couch. I left a giant sweat spot. Oh, that's lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. That's what video games So,
2: Josh, do. um, <clears throat> prior to this, we were talking about something with Halo, something about, uh, Highest rated map or something? You started oh. off with something.
0: Yeah, real basic. IGN just ranked the like every single Halo map.
2: We never answered that. I forgot. Yeah. So every single Halo map across all every installments.
0: single Halo map ever ever launched. It was like 116 or something. They ranked all of them, like
2: worst to best. The most obvious choice would be specifically Blood Gulch, but. I don't right. know, I have to wonder if it's something like Ivory Tower or Zanzibar or, you know what I mean? What do you think, Nick? I have no
1: idea, um, because I don't remember a lot of the names. Mm. I just re- I just remember Hang em High was my favorite, even though... In Combat Evolved. Yeah, in the first one, yeah. All
2: right, Josh, I don't know, you know why this. it was,
1: but...
0: I actually I closed the webpage, but the first one <laughs> was oh that's useful. <laughs> the first one was lockout. I can tell you that.
2: Oh, top I, that, map of I all time. Like that, dang it! I, I feel like I just passed um, that up. Stupid. Two was
0: I want to say coagulation.
2: Okay, so Halo Two's version, aka Blood <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean that's interesting that that one was picked.
0: I, I do, I do remember I went through the top ten, and I think. Seven of the ten were from Halo two and the other three were from uh Combat Evolved.
1: Amazing. I'm hmm.
0: Not surprised. Um yeah. I think Ascension was like number five, which caught caught me off guard. Um
2: mm, that's sweet. I think that, that's because that one had the best super bounce. <laughs>
0: I wanna say three was midship, four might have been Zanzibar. Hang 'em high was six, I think. At least it was there,
2: that's yeah. all I'm happy. Oh, about. it was
0: absolutely in the top ten. Yeah, that was fun. I only looked through the top ten and then like the the last ones. Some of the names of some of the maps I don't even remember, it's just from the f- Combat Evolved and the and the PC version of it.
2: Well, I'm pretty sad because I haven't uh, I haven't gotten my account number yet for Comcast, so it looks like I might be screwed tonight. I'm very disappointed about it. That sucks. I was planning on staying up late and playing it, but oh well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's plenty of time to play it. So anyway, yeah,
2: Nick Nick
0: and I have also the, been playing Call of Duty, if that's what you wanted to yeah, jump into. That is what I was going to jump into. Would, would you like and to start a year us off? ahead of
2: me? You know, since I'm still on Ghost, they are actually on the current installment. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will I will talk about it. Um the the most recent one is
1: Advanced Warfare, which I have not played I'm not a fan of Call of Duty. We talked about it last time. I don't care about military stuff usually. But again, I just got an Xbox. I had nothing to play on it because there isn't a lot to play on it. And it was just sitting there up, upstairs in my house, like money burning a hole in my wallet. Like (laughs) I, I just wanted to play it. Like, and I, it was driving me crazy that I didn't have a game for it or anything. So I was like, okay, I'll check out Call of Duty because it's like a new game and whatever. Really enjoyed the campaign. Actually, it was, it was a lot of fun. And because I haven't played like any of them other than the first Modern Warfare, it f- didn't feel like anything really repetitive, I guess, to me. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Yeah. So like, I wasn't like going through it like, oh, this is just like this game or this is the same as whatever and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm so unfamiliar with Call of Duty, everything, gameplay, story, whatever, I, that it felt unique, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Spacey is in it. Everybody knows. He's like the face in it. Uh, he does a pretty good job. There's a couple times in that game where it looks so good that it's creepy. That's awesome. Like, there were a few times where I was like, if you would see this for a split second or, or two or three seconds, you would think this is a movie. hmm And then... And then your your brain would snap back and be like, "Wait, this is a video game. Wait, this is really weird."
2: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like,
1: like it, it's it's both awesome and like odd because at that point, why not just have live action? Yeah, cutscenes, and that's really funny because they tried doing that how long ago with like uh Sega CD and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> and it just
2: looked terrible. Yeah.
1: But, but with today's graphics, it would, it would maybe feel natural. Yeah. So that, that was like one of the things that just really had an impact on me is like, holy shit, like this is a really recent game with really recent graphics. And I was just kind of blown away by how
0: good it looked. And that's, that's sort of something I feel like Call of Duty has always done right. Especially Sledgehammer is the set pieces in those games are fantastic.
1: It was really cool. It was very varied. Like, it mm-hmm. never felt like you were playing the same thing again between missions. There was
0: there was a brief, very brief, maybe 10-second underwater scene where you're swimming up to the surface that I was just awestruck. I don't know if you remember that scene at all, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say you're awestruck because I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> it, it was very brief. A couple seconds. You're just underwater. You have to open a van door or whatever. That just swimming up, I thought it looked fantastic. Um, that in the caverns when you're in Antarctica, I won't say too much, Alex, but you go to Antarctica, yeah. um, it looked good and it just looked absolutely phenomenal. Yeah,
1: it 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 did have pretty pretty cool set pieces. It one of them, well, not I mean one of them in particular, which I'm not gonna really talk about because it's a spoiler, but. Just, overall, like, there were a couple parts of that game that were legitimately scary. Like, not in a horror way, but scary in terms of, like, I could see this happening, and... In I feel a way, that a, about a, I feel that way about a lot of Call of Duties. In okay, the see, well that that's because I have no experience with them.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't get old. I mean, it's it's not like I know you said it's because it's sort of fresh for you and you haven't done it before. But they 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 really nail it every time. It's really good stuff. I mean, the fact
1: that this one's set in the relatively near future. Mm-hmm. It's like it's in like twenty fifty. Which at this point, I mean, forty years from now, who who knows what yeah. could be going on. But also it's it's rooted enough in reality that you're like okay, this isn't that crazy.
2: Yeah. Like As is all sci fi, as we've discussed numerous times. Yeah. It's rooted yeah. somewhere. But
1: I don't know. Like there there were just some times like I mean the drones, it's not spoiling anything, Alex. Just you, you hear about drones all the time in like the news and whatever, and people are afraid of them and they're, we're kind of being douchebags with them. Well, using them in that game makes me afraid to go outside <laughs> because the, the firepower on, on these drones in that game are just insane. Like, just insane. Like, It's like a gun. You get one that, that has a gun that you would picture is on like a fighter jet or like a huge
2: chain gun or something.
1: Yeah. Like something. Well, well, that's the thing is it's not huge. It's just the size of like a dog. Like the drone is the size of a dog (laughs) Uh and you're just laying waste. Yeah. To scores of people.
0: (laughs) Nick, you're going to, you're going to walk out front one day and see one of those Amazon drones go over. And
1: you're, and that's you're just, just gonna, gonna piss yourself. riddle
2: you full of bullets,
1: and it's yeah, or it's gonna just throw the box at me so fast that it kills me. It's not even the <laughs> weapon. you you'll be the first Amazon-related death. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh it, god.
1: It's just like it's stuff like that in the game, and like, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I almost spoiled stuff, so I'm just not gonna say anything the, else. The, other the than... way
2: you're talking about the destruction, <clears throat> not the size of this drone, but the the uh, destructive capabilities, makes me think of. Uh, I don't remember if you guys did you ever see the movie Oblivion? No, yeah, I did. Yes. Do you, yes. I, do you I, remember yes. those those yes. floating orb, crazy, crazy ass things?
1: Yes. Yeah. And they had guns. That they remind me of this.
2: Yeah, they were really small, and yet th- it was just infinite destruction with what they yeah. could do.
0: And yeah, like, and Nick, there was there was one scene I won't say too much about it, but it involved a bridge with the drones that just caught me off mm-hmm. guard and just kind of freaked me out a bit. Like, shit. Yeah,
1: the that's that goes back to just their capabilities, mm-hmm. like that you could totally see putting on this little machine that is self-controlled or remote, even remote controlled is still scary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It, (laughs) it was just wild. And even though I love sci-fi and feel like I'm up to date on some sci-fi, maybe not anymore lately, but like drones are still a thing that I feel like aren't used a lot in stuff. And they're kind of a buzzword anymore. Just in general in today's you know like well i mean to warfare,
2: be fair whether you want to hear this or not they're used a lot in the games oh I know. East.
1: <laughs> I know i know i know they are and that that's what i'm saying is like it's it's something still not it's not threatening yet it's not scary yet it's it's not threatening and it's not something i feel like that's been used too much in a video game as oh, weird no. as that sounds no. like Definitely not for for as many things that are used in video games and like how crazy and outlandish a video game can be, like drones just don't seem to be something that's been focused on. And I don't know, just playing this game, I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Like, <laughs> what what are we doing, and where is this going?
2: <laughs> they did have they did have many ones in um in Black Ops. Uh, okay, I don't know if it was Black Ops or Black Ops Two or both for that matter, but they had they. they they were like mini hovercraft. They had like four rings above them. You'd probably recognize one just from seeing it on the internet Nick, yeah, if you saw yes, one. Yeah, yeah. But they they weren't menacing. I mean, these things sound menacing. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, these, they these are, just they are absolutely like menacing. Yeah. One of my so, and
0: one of my favorite things about that game, and it, it's a pretty small side thing, and I didn't play Ghost was the last one, right? Yes. I think so. Ghost yes. Ghost was the only one I didn't play and I don't remember this being a thing in the ones prior to that, but it may have been, is you don't have a HUD. You don't, and I love that. I love it. Everything is on your gun. Your grenades, your your tactical grenades, everything's on your gun, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, I... Really awesome. Yeah, you still have a HUD and ghosts.
0: I really like that. That's the first thing I noticed about, like, as soon as it started, was, holy shit, there's no HUD. That's fantastic.
2: Wow, I really want to play that now. (laughs) And, uh,
1: it's... Like, I wasn't really going to talk about it, especially as we're probably winding this down. Um, I'd finally beat Creed, and after spending some time with, like, shooters, which I haven't played a lot of shooters lately, I needed to finish Creed, and I came back to it this weekend to wrap it up, and Creed just has so much shit on the screen all the time. Like, 50% 50 of the screen is taken up by your HUD, and, like, Call of Duty... Was such a nice, Clean. like breath of fresh air away from stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, and it it was really effective. I, w- like, I wouldn't I, be surprised
2: I, if, it be, if it becomes more of a theme. You know,
1: you'd think it would have been by now because other games have done that. Yeah, like it it's not like a new
0: thing, but it just for some reason Call of Duty did it really well. And I feel like uh, it it works almost the best for those games because they. As we said earlier, they really focus on the set pieces and what's going on around you. Yeah, they're cinematic experiences, and, and that's for sure. The best way to get around obscuring anything happening is get rid of the HUD.
2: Yeah, true.
0: Yeah,
1: Uh one tiny thing is that getting rid of that HUD, I never used any of the futuristic abilities because I forgot I had them. <laughs> 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 so that, right. that 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 was one. Tiny negative detriment. To it, but. Yeah, yeah. I didn't start
0: using anything until about halfway through because I also forgot.
1: Yeah, but. but it was it was definitely it's definitely worth playing campaign wise. I I mean, all I did was go out and rent it from Redbox. It's worth two dollars, <laughs> and that's coming that's coming from someone who doesn't give one shit about like military stuff. But it was rooted enough in sci-fi to appeal to me, so. I, I definitely suggest it. I mean, I played a little bit of multiplayer. Fuck Call of Duty multiplayer. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You're alive for 10 seconds. Maybe. I enjoyed it for a little bit and then I realized
0: that it was just, it's just Call of Duty. That, there's no that, yeah, sense. like,
1: like, like I said, I haven't played one since Modern Warfare. The first one felt exactly the same.
2: So Josh, I, I even from your know. standpoint with all the, I mean, I watched that one trailer and all of a sudden got excited. You're telling me it's still pretty much the same thing?
0: It, it's the same thing. And it, it got me thinking, too, because, you know, we all loved Modern Warfare so much. And, like, what what happened between then and now other than the... Killstreaks. Op- well, Killstreaks and the whole... They just added so many things you can do for your loadouts. But yeah. I think one of the major aspects is is the maps. Like the the maps from Modern Warfare, I remember some of those maps were just so much fun to play. The wide yeah, open environments the maps have
2: sucked for a long time. They're just terrible anymore.
0: It's it's all about yep. close, just face to face fighting. There's no sniping maps anymore or anything.
2: I think you'll um, I think I think even hardcore COD fans will say the exact same thing because I hear I hear that complaint all the time on Call of Duty games. Yeah, it's just I don't know. There, there might be one or two in ghosts that are really good for sniping. And even then I I never attempt to snipe in ghosts. I don't know why. I'm just I don't even attempt to anymore. There was not that well one match. You don't even
1: get a chance to live long enough <laughs> to snipe. No, not anymore.
2: <laughs> I, well I don't have the patience to camp. And I'm I'm gonna say that until I'm blue in the face. Some people wanna sit and camp all day and go twenty five and oh, that's fine. I that's not fun. So
0: Alex I, can't I was, do it. I was kicking myself the other day, not being able to come up with the name of this map, um, I think it was the first Modern Warfare. Very wide open outdoor environment.
2: Uh, overgrown. Overgrown. No. There was a barn in the corner,
0: and in the well, middle. Well, I mean, it
2: was it wasn't overgrown. That's not what it was called. Was
0: it overgrown? I don't know. Is that what it was called? Um, I don't know. That's just my guess. There was grass everywhere in the middle of the map. There was a little underground cavern yeah, area. Yeah, I
2: know exactly what map you're talking about. Was it? Are overgrown? we gonna do a fact check? I'm on. I'm on it. Oh, you got it. I'm on it, it. man. I, I have one
1: other thing to add because I suck at COD multiplayer and I fully recognize that. Um, the, just the main thing about it was that you are not alive long enough in that game. <laughs> like that, that is all I took away from it was that you don't get enough time to even think about what you're doing. You kind of just need to run around and shoot. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. That's which, what I
1: do. Which you don't even get a chance to use the abilities. Like, You don't even think like, oh wait, I have, I have this mechanical suit attached to my body, can I do something with that? Oh no, I can just double jump and get to people faster and die faster. Like, it didn't, it didn't add anything, which I can't, I, is really, I guess, not a good opinion because I didn't play anything in forever, but, to me, the whole futuristic advanced warfare shit didn't change one single aspect of the multiplayer.
2: Yep. And I mean, if, if that's the consensus from both of you, definitely. I mean, I I believe it, and that's things, but whatever. It's By also, the way, Simon, it is overgrown, and I kind of can't believe how fast I came up with that. Yeah, I was.
0: I saw that, and I'm impressed. You <laughs> remember that. But maps like that don't exist anymore. Like, they just aren't a thing in recent yeah, Call Yeah, that map Duty. was
2: colossal, actually. Um, Colossus Halo 2. Oh, wonder how that was correct. <laughs> I was actually, it's funny, I was trying to think of the name of that map in my head earlier on in this podcast and couldn't think of it. And now I remember because I said Colossal, so that's good. Life is good. Oh, um, it fuck is. Call of Duty. <laughs> in summary. But you know what? I will
0: say that Advanced Warfare has been my favorite campaign out of all the Call of Duty. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, and, they keep getting better, man.
0: And, as I said, Ghost is the only one I haven't played, but I really enjoyed the campaign, all in all, for what it's worth. I'll get
2: around to finishing it eventually and let you know if it's worth playing for, like, $5 to, sometime. But I bet you I'll say yes, because so far it's great. I can't get over the remote-controlled fifty Cal Sniper, and mm-hmm. can't get it out of my head. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so terrifying. You want to talk about terrifying, that is terrifying. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I did, but, uh, I did hate one thing, or one major thing about the multiplayer is in between the levels, like at your little screen where you can do your upgrades or whatever. Yeah. You can't go back to the main menu. Wait, what would you need to for? You just, you, your only choice from that point is to continue on to the next level or to turn your Xbox off or to quit. Like say you wanted to play, go play multiplayer. I'm actually confused about what you're talking about okay. right now. Okay, you beat a level, right? And then right. you get to that screen where you either advance to the next level or you can upgrade your suit. Right. That's all you can do. You you can't go back. Bullshit.
2: No, <laughs> I bullshit. try. Am
0: I an idiot? I'm almost certain you just press B. No, fuck
1: that. There's no way. I know... I know for sure I went from a campaign into multiplayer. <laughs> I know for a fact I did not turn my Xbox off or quit the
0: game or anything. I am a fucking idiot, then, if that's the case. <laughs> it, it gave yes, you two I options. Know I it gave you upgrade your stuff or advance to the next level. It, I know, yes, you're right. It does say that, but you, never you can tried
1: just press the back me. button. I could have yeah. sworn yeah. I did. Uh, I don't know. I Like I said, I... I only played, let's put it this way, since I got my Xbox, it's only been turned on a handful of times. And I only turned it off when I was done playing. So in order for me to have done the campaign and played a decent amount of multiplayer means that I was able
0: to do that somehow. (laughs) I I almost want to go check after this. You should. But fact check yourself. But that wouldn't tell me. <laughs> that wouldn't tell me having to actually beat an entire level, which I don't feel like doing right now. Yeah, that sounds kind of gay. After you already
1: played it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that and I want to play Bolgar.
1: <laughs> and watch oh, that other thing tonight,
0: Halo Fest or whatever it's called.
1: Yeah. Um, we are getting into over an hour, yep. so I didn't even um, get
0: to talk about Sunset Overdrive.
1: Oh fuck! Actually, that is something we do need to talk about, but next time. So don't forget about it. Uh, Deal.
2: I already forgot about it. I forgot you played it. That'll be our amazing cliffhanger for the next episode. I, everybody's... That so is a cliffhanger. Overdrive.
0: Well, I, I mean, the chances actually of you... I have you, a lot you, to say about it. it. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, my you God. You guys are going to
2: be playing Halo, number. though. Halo like, tonight. <laughs> Halo tonight. Halo tonight.
1: Yeah, you guys are just going to be playing Halo, so we're not going to have a lot to talk about anyway. I'll be playing
0: Dragon Age, because I'm getting that for sure. And I awesome. really want to play Call of Duty. I'm so sad that comes out tomorrow, too. <sighs> what? Wait, what? Call- or, not? sorry, not Call of Duty. Assassin's Creed. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll get to that in uh, a year, first, probably. First World Problems. What do I play the first day it comes out? What video game should I play on Which my $400 one? system first? <laughs> and, then, and then next week's Far Cry,
1: I think. Oh shit! And Dragon uh, Age, I kinda do want to play that soon, but i are always I'm playing Dragon
2: just Age first. Heinous. There's so much stuff I, that comes out. I have out. to take I, advantage is a good word. of
0: that buy two get one thing. Painous.
2: On. <laughs> okay. okay. To not BS. <laughs> we're gonna end this one.
0: Um <laughs> on on a
2: penis note. <laughs> Bury you under uh, six feet of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, shut up.
1: We are on iTunes. All you have to do is search for 2v1 and uh, subscribe because that would be really cool. We also have Twitters, but you can find those on our blog, which this will be posted on anyway. And I have a YouTube channel, which I have been neglecting lately, but Josh has been posting some vulgar
0: stuff. Yeah, I have a couple more things I need to post that are just kind of lingering in Twitch right now. But
2: Josh, is that in your... um? Is that Twitch exclusive, or is that on YouTube, or what are you doing with that?
0: No, I get I get them up to YouTube, although
2: Excellent. Twitch
0: on Xbox One is a fucking horrible application right now, so...
1: For you! It's it's horrible for you, it worked for me. It's horrible, <laughs> but... I'm
0: not the only one.
2: Hey, hey, I have, <laughs> and I have, I'll be, I'll have my fast connection back here, hopefully tonight, so I'll actually be able to start trying some stuff out and see what Twitch like, is like for me. Perfect.
1: Anyway... Josh, you should add a link to your YouTube channel, to our blog, by the way. Um, longest outro ever. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening.